It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, Tim, Nick, get ready. Talk to Recorded live. Coming up on SSR Alternative News. Monsanto wants to keep you in the dark, and Big Foods and his friends in the biotechnology have spent over $80 billion over the past several years to defeat GMO labeling. Muslim woman flying United Airlines refused can of Coke. The staff said she'd weaponize it. Uh, plus, black minorities and police, is there compelling evidence of white privilege through the exposure of excessive force and punishment? This beast of injustice and the outcry of a spirit for injustice has once again brought to light and raised its head for a dual debate. Coming up, SSR Alternative News. Thank you for joining us. Today is June the 11th, 2015, and I'm YB Black. In today's news, if you've been following the debate, you know that companies such as Monsanto have launched an aggressive PR campaign to sell the public on how or if at all their labeling of GMO. However, food activists have taken matters into their own hands, passing labeling laws in Vermont, Maine, and Connecticut, and putting the issue on the ballot in California, Washington, Colorado, and Oregon. It has become obvious big foods such as Monsanto, Dow, Coca-Cola, and Kraft play for control of the food sources. This is made clear by the fact that representatives such as Mike Pompeo, a Republican of Kansas, introduced this Safe and Accurate Food Labeling Act. Food activists call it the Dark Act, Denying Americans the Right to Know Act. Mr. Pompey first introduced this bill in the last Congress. This act would preempt state-leveling GMO labeling effects, and this bill would also make it harder for FDA to set up a federal labeling requirement and would basically uphold our current flaw system for GMO approvals. Now, under this dark act, the USDA, USDA will oversee those labels, and they most likely would be awakened. The bill's primary intent, as we should know, would be to prevent activists from passing GMO labeling bills on the state level. Now, the big food companies are implying and they're implementing taking the right to know what's in the food from us, which keeps everyone in the dark. This is reported by Winnenough Hunter, Food and Water Watch on .com. The people and citizens of the United States, we should be able to make informed decisions on what we can choose to eat and what we feed our families. And, of course, 90% of the American people support this labeling of the GMO. In May of this year, there was a call to action with the March Against Monsanto, which is MAM. 
The website, OccupyMansento.com, you can find, is dedicated to empower citizens of not only North America, but worldwide, taking against the actions against Monsanto. And it enables those like FDA, USDA, EPA, GMA, and Bio, and all processing food companies that use Monsanto products that we're not playing. On this site, you'll also find many countries out of six continents, excluding Antarctica, with 454 cities and organizers participating in this march on Monsanto, which is called MAM. So Science Alternative News will follow this story in the future and keep you up form. And now, Sister Israel. United Airlines is facing a customer backlash after discriminating against a Muslim passenger. Tahera Ahmad was on an internal U.S. flight when she was refused an unopened can of soda. The flight attendant believed she would use it as a weapon. Ahmad, a Muslim chaplain from Northwestern University, was traveling from Chicago to Washington, D.C. for a conference aimed at promoting dialogue between Israeli and Palestinian youth. During the flight, she asked the flight attendant if she could have a can of Diet Coke. However, the 31-year-old request wasn't granted. The attendant told her, well, I'm sorry, I just can't give you an unopened can of soda. Ahmed wrote on her Facebook page. Moments later, the passenger sitting next to her was given an unopened can of beer. This promoted Ahmad to ask the flight attendant why she hadn't been given an unopened can of Diet Coke. We are unauthorized to give unopened cans to people because they may use it as a weapon on the plane, the attendant is reported by Ahmad to have said. An astonished Ahmad tried to ask her fellow passenger to support her claim, but unfortunately she received more abuse. As it has been reported time and time again, the excessive punishment of force against minorities and blacks, it appears, is on the rise. The latest story occurring in Texas, uh, to, uh, Monday, Saturday of this weekend, it is not only reveals the excessive force against minorities and blacks, but in particularly against the youth of today, primarily blacks and Latinos. A McKinney, Texas police officer, Eric Caseboat, has now resigned, but also it has been reported by his attorneys that he is hiding in fear of his family and his life amid death threats. A video that has went viral over last weekend shows this particular officer using excessive force on predominantly black teenagers, including slamming a black teenage female to the ground, twisting her arm, and applying his large frame on her petite body and back. He also drew his gun on a couple other teenagers. The eye can see. This evidence, among so many other videos that have went viral, shows police brutality from state to state, video to video, punishment to harm, life to death. This is an end result of police officers being relieved of duty with pay, but most are clear of charges. Is this white privilege by law or justice according to the law? This does underscores whites. It is well known that police brutality is no new thing. It's a now a constant thing. The issue here is that this unequal treatment among, under the law is not only commonplace, but it does become the norm. Stories that involve young boys that were shot in the park with guns or boys in Tullytown, Philadelphia, that were handcuffed and tasered in the face, particularly distorting uh, his face beyond recognition. Is it really the norm? There are eyewitness reports in this, in this teenager's uh, 
pool party in Texas, and there, these were unlawful acts that were committed upon these people. And so a particular young lady was threw to the ground at this pool party. But there are people that are having eyewitness news saying that these people are the ones that started this stuff. So what we need to do is question our society and what really is going on with our people and the police. And and I think that we all will become uh, cognizant as time goes on, and we also will all start to join together and bring this to light. And now, with T. Good and the sports. Uh, this is T. Good with SSR Sports. Today we're going to talk about conspiracy in sports. Uh, I'm going to talk about it on all three major sports, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NFL football, right when we come back with, a brief, with this brief uh, break. This is Key Good with Soul Science Radio, SSR Sports. Uh, we're talking about today conspiracy in sports. Uh, I want to start off talking about the Golden State uh, Cleveland Cavaliers series. Golden State took game one, uh, I would say, pretty easy, but we all know that in this league, this day and time, it's all about marketing, it's all about commerce, it's all about the dollar. Okay? Who brings in the most dollars in the NBA? Mr. LeBron James. There are three officials in every basketball game. Not only are there officials, but there are cameras behind the backboard, cameras on the side of the courts, cameras on 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 the on the baselines at the end of each at the end of each uh, each on the end of each court. Excuse me. Now, how is it possible to miss the calls that they miss, or is it that sports is directly tied in with Las Vegas and gambling? If I was a billionaire and I own a major league baseball team or, let's say, uh, an uh, 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 NBA basketball team or an NFL football team, do you, uh, do you think with my billion-dollar empire, my business, that I'm going to leave it in the hands of some guys who just who work out hard every day, who train every day, top athletes, but honestly, do you think I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to leave my wins and my losses and I'm going to leave my dollars in the hands of athletes? No. If I control the business, then that means I'm going to control the people who manage the business. Now, who, manage, who manages the games? The officials manage the games. We, in basketball, if you want to take momentum from a team that's thriving, maybe going on an 8-0 run, uh, you know, uh, about to blow the game open, what do you do? You call some fouls. You call some traveling calls. You call some phantom calls that everyone can see on the news that are obviously phantom calls or no calls. And what does that do? That disrupts the pace of the game, the momentum of the game. Okay? I'm going to give you an example. Shaquille O'Neal, for example. If you're guarding Shaq, who is 7'1", 320 pounds, and Shaq catches the ball close to the basket, what is he going to do? Nine times out of ten, he's going to dunk on you. But if I call a couple quick fouls on Shaquille O'Neal, what do I do now? Is he going to be as aggressive or is he going to be less aggressive? Because he's important to his team and there are only six fouls in a game. So if he gets two fouls in the first quarter, what have I done? I've just dictated the score of the game and I've just dictated the momentum of the game. Because what I've done now is I've taken Shaquille's aggressiveness from him so he can't bull people over and dunk. Now he has to make finesse moves. 
Now I have just lowered his field goal percentage, which directly affects the game. That's one example. The other example, let's say, could be Major League Baseball. If I want a certain team to score a certain amount of runs and I'm the owner or the commissioner, what am I going to do? I'm going to tell the umpire to widen the strike zone. I'm going to give these guys these guys pitches to look at. Okay, so now this pitcher that's pitching, his strike zone is so wide, I mean so, so narrow, that it's hard to throw strikes with a narrow strike zone. But if I want that team that's up to bat to score a certain amount of runs, then I'm going to allow them to have a wider strike zone. So what does that do? I've just affected the game. Okay? Now, let's move on here and talk about football. In football, there's a close call, a bang-bang play. There's holding on every play. But if I want a certain team to not score so many points, what can I, what do I do? And a big play comes, taking momentum. Somebody goes for a 60-yard run. Well, I can just simply call holding because we know that there's holding on almost every play in an NFL game. So I call holding. People might dispute it. Oh, you're going to make that call at this time of the game? Or, oh, how can you make that call? But controversy always sells. These major sports leagues are about dollars. They're about controlling and dictating games. So I've just taken away a 60-yard run by a team that probably everyone has gambled and bet on by calling, holding, and bringing it back. And I've also affected the momentum of the game, okay? Players know this and understand this, but if you're getting paid 2 to 3 to 5 7 $9 million a year from this entity, are you going to say anything? No, you're going to keep playing, and you're going to keep getting that check, and you're just going to do the best you can despite the circumstances, even though you know there's something going on. But you're not going to affect your money or your way of life. So this is what I mean, just a small example when I talk about conspiracy in sports. So with that being said, we're going to go into entertainment, and I'm going to let my man tell you a little, about, a little bit about what's going on with entertainment. This is Rafa Kareeb. Today's entertainment is always our Donna husband, takes her last name. B.B. King's will and testament is being fought over by his children. And N.W.A. unites after 15 years. You heard it here on WSSR's Alternative News. We'll be right back. Yes, yes. Uh, today, in today's news, Zoe Zaldana's husband decides that he's going to take her last name. Mark, Mark O'Sadano has no regrets. The husband of Zoe Zaldana took the asterisk's last name after they married in 2013, even though she tried to dissuade him from doing so. She states, I tried to talk him out of it. I told him, if you use my name, you're going to be emasculated by your community of artists, but your Latin community of men, by the world. But Marco looks up at me and says, ah, Zoe, I don't give up, explicative. Zoe Zaldana goes on to talk adoringly about her, her artist husband, formerly Marco Perego, and their six-month-old twin boys, Bowie and Sai. 
I come from a very physically eclectic family, she says. Black, Latin, and Lebanese. We were all colors, but we never talked about it. We all ate the same food. I look at Sai, and he looks almost Cambodian. And I look at Bo, and it's like, oh, my God, old little Pharaoh. And in other news, gangster rap, uh, gangster rap group NWA meets after 15 years. Member of the NWA, the pioneering gangster rappers whose furious tales of street life jolted late 1980s America will reunite this month for the first time in 15 years. Black Entertainment Television announced the one-off show June 27th in Los Angeles said that other top West Coast rappers including Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Schoolboy Q would also perform. The concert is spearheaded by NWA member turned solo hip-hop giant Ice Cube and comes ahead of the release of a semi-official documentary on the band entitled Straight Outta Compton after the group's now-classic debut album comes out in August. Ice Cube, speaking to Rolling Stones magazine, said he will perform with NWA member DJ Yellow for the first time since 1989 and fellow bandmate MC Ren for the first time since 2000. The big question is, whether the concert will feature NWA member Dr. Drake, who went on to become one of the most the music industry's leading entrepreneurs with ventures including Death Row Records and Beats by Dre headphones, later bought by Apple as part of a $3 billion deal. Ice Cube hinted that Dr. Drake may show up at the reunion saying, I hope he blesses us with his presence. Ice Cube and Dr. Dre last performed together during 2000 Up in Smoke tour of leading rappers. The other of the three NWA members who became a major star in his own right, Eazy-E, died in 1995 of complications from AIDS. NWA, which stands for Niggas with Attitudes, shocked parts of a white America when the rappers emerged in the late 1980s with unapologetic, in-your-face accounts of life on the streets of southern Los Angeles. Most controversial was the song, Explicative That Police, an angry indictment of white officers' treatment of African-American men. Amid renewed public outrage over several police killings of African-Americans, Ice Cube said the song was as pertinent as ever and was rooted in centuries of mistreatment by authority. When the explicative that police was made in 1989, it was 400 years in the making, and it is still just as relevant as it was before it was made, he said. The show will be the highlight of the four-day BET experience event of music and cinema run by Black Entertainment Television, whose annual awards take place the following day. In other news, B.B. Kane's family members are at odds again over his last will and testaments. Las Vegas, four of B.B. Kane's 11 surviving adult children are raising the possibility that a second will exist. And, they're again, and they are again accusing the blues legend's longtime business manager of stealing his wealth and endangering his health in his dying days. Probate court documents filed Tuesday in Las Vegas by a lawyer from Patty Kane, Karen Williams, Rita Washington, and Barbara Winfrey stopped short of repeating previous allegations that Laverne Tony and another personal aide, Myron Johnson, poisoned B.B. Kane. But they allege ahead of a court hearing Friday that Tony, Kane's trusted business agent for 39 years, who had power attorney, is unfit to become an executor or personal representative of Kane's estate. 
We'll follow more up on that story later on. In news, this is Rafa Kareeb with Entertainment, and now for the financial news. Coming up with your financial news for June 11, 2015, Reese urges creditors to compromise as IMS payment needs. Bad or no credit history? FICO has a new score for you. This when we return in a moment. urges creditors to compromise as IMS payment nears. An article written by Marcus Van Fasten, May 23, 2015. Reese called on his creditors to release funds for payments due in June to the International Monetary Fund. Reese's interior minister said that Greece couldn't and wouldn't pay the IMS in June without a deal. Reese's finance minister said Greece has met the euro area and IMF three-quarters of the way, so it's up to the creditors to cover the remainder. Reese owes the IMF $329 million in June. Greece may exit from the euro. For more information, visit Bloomberg.com. Bad or no credit history? FICO has a new score for you. The Fair Isaac Corporation, known as FICO, has developed a new credit score in which factors in alternative data. Written by Jonathan Royston, April 3, 2015, the new formula will allow customers to show credit worthiness by making regular on-time payments to their cable, cell phone, and utility bills. The new score will be formulated by data and payment history received from Equifax, and LexisNexis, in which tracks payment history on non-debt-related items. The program is in pilot for 12 of the largest U.S. credit card issues. There is no timetable for a full rollout um, that's been announced yet. For more information, visit nextadvisor.com. This is Raya Home with 87.7 SSR Alternative News.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.